What's happening? It's your boy 9-11 and you're tuned in to AVG Podcast. As always, man, you know how we do it. Let's get to it. So today, man, I got a special treat, man. I got somebody that's really from that AVG song, man. I'm talking about my boy, my dog, man. We grew up around the corner from each other. So this one here's special for me, man. What's happening with you, bro? What's good? What's up with it, man? We long overdue on this one, man. Man, long overdue, man. Long overdue. What's been shaking yeah. around there, man? How the family do? Like I said, this real family, so I, I can talk to him like this. I can talk like that. Mm. Yeah, man, I'm doing good. Mom's doing good, bro. How are you, everybody? Your way. Man, we doing good, man. You know, those got me with the sports. I'm 24 7. I can get off of work, clocking in here. Lee doing her thing at college. You don't kill. So we all good, man. Everything good. Hey, man, that's what I like to hear right there. Man, look, you got a, you got a solid resume. You know, like I told you before we even did it, man. I said, man, look, just you being my dog and watching you from afar, man, I always respect the way you move. I always like the way you handled your business, man. So I had to bring you on there, you know, just to give a little of that game that I seen you put out there and how we soaked it up. Let us throw it back out there to these youngs to see if they might can catch something, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. All this thing, they knew, bro, we, you know, uh, we we really wasn't uh products of a bad household at all. You know, uh, I think I can I can honestly say that what we did, we did it on our own. Our parents ain't teach us that. We went and found it. You know what I'm saying? We went and found it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now some can live down a good path, some can live down a bad path. You know, right. but uh, you know, for mine is. It hasn't been a good path all the way, mm-hmm. and, and nothing comes that easy. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I can truly say that I'm blessed, and that uh, you know, God brought me through through a whole lot, man. You a know whole what I'm lot. Saying? Sometimes I, I think about it and I almost get teared up. Sometimes, For real, bro. That's coming from where we, you know, man. We family men now. Exactly. You know, take cousins, and, you know. Yeah. And, you know, we, we got all the time. We got all the OG titles. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, bro. These days, uh, they getting labeled on keys at 20. Man. 23, 24. Man. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? So. That's the big home. It, 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 it's all right, bro, to change the narrative. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's one thing about me. I moved back home, back to Louisiana, back in 2019. Uh, had a lot going on in the music industry that I wasn't happy with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, um, in between uh, Nipsey passing and uh, in eighteen, I was very close to that situation to my brother, Mr. Lee. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Mr. Lee. Shout out, Mr. Know, Lee, man. Yeah, I know. I know if he, he sees this interview, he's gonna be like, uh, "Man, what are you doing, man? <laughs> you know, your story not over with your music career, not over with." Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, he always pushing me, man. But it's a lot that drove me away from the music industry uh, as far as Nipsey passing. Um, when it's the past, you know, it kind of gave me the empty feeling. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, do I want to do this music thing still? You know, do I want to pursue it? Do I want to do this? And it kind of led me back home. Yeah. And as yeah. it led me back home to Louisiana, uh, I was living in between Los Angeles and Houston. As it led me mm-hmm. back home to Louisiana, uh, I found myself back. And I was in Alexandria. Mm-hmm. And in Alexandria, you know, if you don't have something to do, the trouble gonna find you. It's gonna find you. 
So the one thing that I wanted to put in my mind, you know, when as this moving home process came back, uh, is that I wanted to find something to do every day. Mm-hmm. Every day, I got to keep myself busy, keep myself away from people, keep myself away from the streets. Mm-hmm. You know, anything bad going on, just turn myself out of it. So that's what I do, man. I I started a lawn service. Yeah, yeah, and it was the best thing that ever happened to my life. Yeah, and I'm an educated man. I went to school. I went to Southern mm-hmm. University. Issue, uh, but you know me. Mm-hmm. You know my roots. You know what my dad taught us. Mm-hmm. And I never thought that I would have the success that I have now with starting the lawn service, what my dad taught me to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never thought I would have that success versus what he told me to do. My dad told me to go to school. Mm-hmm. I did what he told me to do. Of course, we were respectful kids, mm-hmm. and whenever our parents told us to do something, we tried our best. And look, to do it. Why are you telling that story right there? I want you to pause you right there because I want people to know, like when you speak about our fathers and what type of men we came from. Like people don't know when we talk about the village. Like our parents was like the first two people in the village. So, like I say, this interview different. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. this really AVG right here. So. I'm gonna let you pick right. back up, but I just want to give our people the props they deserve because that side of the town wasn't fuzz when they moved over there. You know what I'm saying? But go That's ahead, right. man. That's right. That's right. But uh, we carry on. Um, as I was home and I started my lawn service and I was by myself working, I didn't care who saw me. Mm-hmm. Out here dirty, cutting grass. Uh, even though I got this this um, this image, and he, he he rapped. He was just on the video. He was. Mm-hmm. I'm just seeing him with Mr. Lee. I'm just seeing him on this and I'm just seeing him on that. And that didn't matter. You know why? Because it's all right to change the narrative. Man. I wanted to change the narrative about myself so bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, along with that rap, he's a, he's a rapper. Narrative, it's other things that come along mm-hmm. with that. And, and that was another thing that kind of bothered me is that I felt like I can't be rapping about what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't just give him a layup, you know. What I'm saying? I can't give him a layup, man. At least work for it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, listen here, bro. You, you, you get you get some fresh off the head right now. Yeah, my yeah. mind has been for a long time, but it was just a thing with that. And so while I'm cutting grass and doing this, and you know, my dad had just passed in seventeen, so I'm trying mm-hmm. to find my mental peace. Yeah, and. Yes. and being on my line, earphones in, working every day, going home two times to do anything, that's where I found my mental pizza. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't me hopping in that 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 that, that eighty thousand dollar Jeep that I'm riding around yeah. in. The Jeep was a dog too. Me. Yeah, it, it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't what the house I was pulling up to. It was mm-hmm. nothing about that, man. It was all about I had a mental peace mm-hmm. and changing the narrative at the time. So yeah. two years passed by, and I'm still in and out of the music. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Lee, of course, mm-hmm. at least two, three times a week. Hey, uh, where's my music? Where's where's my songs? That said, I said, need that. <laughs> Come on yeah, with I, it. I need my work. What yeah. are you doing, man? I'm telling him, like, man, I might be out the start of the line service. And he had so much respect. For what I was doing, he was like, "Bruh, I really see that you're interested in doing this and making this work." You know what I'm saying? 
He seen so you that's when he got on the phone and got the call and all his family members and all around town like, hey, my brother is showing the love service. He need business. That's real. You know. That's real. And I was coming from somebody that's making millions of dollars and I'm right here, you know, ready with the process to a person that's starting the love service. Do you, do you know how underpaid love service are out here? Especially yeah. in Alexandria. Especially in Alexandria. But what I had to learn to get my worth was to get my business straight. Mm. LLC, your business, insurance, you know, the whole nine where you can get the contract mm -hmm. and so and so on. So as I'm progressing and still learning the business, man, next thing you know, Dolph is dead. Man. This was another personal close friend yeah. of mine. Uh, yeah. Look on my page. I, been on tour with him back then. Uh, me was my guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, all due to, you know, uh, certain ties that we had in, in California together. Mm -hmm. For the rap. Yeah. For <laughs> real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, he come up dead. Just, just took the wind out of me, bro. Yeah. Just took everything out of me to the point where I went full fledged with my law service mm. and started chasing government contracts, mm. uh, apartment complex contracts, and, and just doing all types of different stuff. Mm. And God had his hands on my situation so much that it led to real estate. You know how it led to real estate? How you end up there? I'm cutting the people grass that's getting ready to lose their house and I know about it first. Man. And see that <laughs> right there, what you saying right there is a lick that we wasn't even hip to growing up or even knew anything about. Didn't have a clue. Not, not, not a clue. So when I seen you on it, I'm like, he on it. Nah, hey man. He it's it. crazy within, uh, within two years, man. Yeah. Nine, nine properties acquired and paid for. Mm -hmm. I got a, I just did my second. When I say flip, that means you're making 50, 60 bands, a profit off of each one of them. I ain't in mind. Type of flips. You know I what I'm saying? Yeah. And I wouldn't have been able to come across any of that without cutting grass. <laughs> Every journey, <laughs> man, one step. That I first mean, step, man. Hey, man, look, you just took the word out of my mouth. So if you really take it in what I'm telling you, you say that every journey has its steps. You mm -hmm. took the words out of my mouth literally. My journey that God created for me to take me away from streets and nets and land or whatever, you know, I was getting up with this. And, and music became the streets with the way that things are happening now. Yeah. The, the way that it's set up now. The, the, the street music is the street and yeah. I didn't want that exactly I had been around the street enough uh, <laughs> 20 years enough you know yeah I mean? for real in, in 99 when I graduated and went to college yes I went to college for a criminal justice degree and come out with a mouth and hustle knowledge <laughs> <laughs> straight up <laughs> people so, don't know man you so good uh, game yeah. in college in the military when you meet all them different heads Hey man, and that's the thing. When I walked in my room, uh, I first year we went to college. All of my friends from Alexandria that I graduated with, we ended up in college together. But my second year was the year that 
you go to different dorms and stuff like that. But when I walked in my new dorm in 2000, yeah. the first person I met was from Pittsburgh, California. Man. <laughs> and we have been best friends since. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, we rock. Hey, man, I, I try to tell the kids, go to school. Mm-hmm. You don't have an interest in school. Go, give it a shot. Yeah. You never know who you're going to meet. Networking. Your friends are going to become engineers. Your friends are going to become lawyers, whether you do something or not. Your friends are going to become doctors, etc. The whole nine, and that's what it is for me. Mm-hmm. All of my friends that went to school. They're all educated. They're all doctors, lawyers, engineers, this, that. And we're still friends until this day. To this day. And, and, and those guys helped me with my investments because of the things that they are dealing with. Yeah. So it's all like to go to school to, to, to broaden your horizon. Man. For real, we gotta do that. Especially when you come from these little small towns, middle of nowhere, man. You got to get out there and see see something bigger. Because I wanted to holler at you about the real estate too. Because when I came home one time, you know how we cross I forty nine. This after like you know we rolled in from Texas. This after about ten. You know, man, it looked like death round. It looked like apocalypse. Man, we came over the bridge to hit Broadway. Man, don't say that. Why everything closed? I'm talking. All you saw was black. I'm like, man, why is it that our side of town can't, you know, rejuvenate and get some some action back over there? We don't, we don't, you know, it's a shame for me to say this. We don't even have a place to eat on our side of on town. On our man. side of town. And this is in Alexandria, Louisiana, y'all. And we want to go to McDonald's. We have to go way to the other side of town. Exactly. Just to go to McDonald's, man. They won't be they won't give us a grocery store. They won't no none of that. So I'm trying to be the person that changes it. And in the process of changing it, you have to have some type of uh platform already set up for yourself. Thanks. And that way when you walk in the meetings, you do the talking. Mm-hmm. They do the listening. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So once you have the platform set up, you can walk in a meeting that way. Mm-hmm. It's not being cocky, it's mm-hmm. knowing your work. Exactly. You know Facts. Mm-hmm. And when you work when you feel like you've worked hard enough to get to that point where you know your work, then you can talk that talk. Then you can go in there walk at that walk. And walk in that walk. But we gotta get these young kids, these kids are so much smarter than us. These the ones that's under us, they so much smarter than us. And they, they minds and they minds go two hundred miles per hour if you ask me. For real. They have the keys and the tools to overcome our shortcomings. Our our shortcomings. They 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 got the tools to overcome that. Yep. If we could just if we could just get them from I guess if we can just get them just to redirect that energy and use it the right way because they got their input like they know man kids like you say they so much more available like we got like a super generation like a humans now these kids pick up a phone two three years old and they'll do some shit on there you can't do you know what I'm saying so if you channel that if you already just funneling in the right information and bouncing that back off you've been putting that out there and using it right 
we can pull ourselves up, you know, and do what we really need to do, but we still caught up in more of the mess than the message. You know what I'm saying? Come on, bro. Real shit. Yeah. That's how I do it. I love what you're doing. Man, you're wearing a great state. Yeah. What you're doing is still where you come from. Appreciate that. And I know deep in your heart, if you've ever got the opportunity to ever get that platform like that, this platform right here is enough. Mm-hmm. But I know you would get the opportunity if you had it to do more. Exactly. You know like, exactly. Yeah, we don't. We people. People don't hear what's going on our way. Nah. Nah, they don't know, man. Like it's still like I tell people, it's damn near still segregated down there, man. People don't even understand. You know what I'm saying? Like outside of town, I tell people back in the day to to right now, it's a little better now. But if you came across Broadway and you was of a different skin tone, what you over here for? You buying or you the cops? It wasn't no in between. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I tell people. My city is a little different. They move a little different. It's in Louisiana, and what I never understood is how we always block resources. I was telling somebody, uh. Uh, they would think they were from New Orleans but I was saying the Bayou Classic take something as simple as that SU your alma mater down at the bottom grambling up top Alexandria should have always been the meeting point for that game at the college center you know how much resources that would have pumped in and that's that's compromising for both fan bases to come that's basically a home game for SU every year especially when it was jumping like Tom about you know what I'm saying? But we always seen that black resources. We ain't just had that forward thinking because it's a lot of older people holding on down there. And I know your brother will be trying to make a difference. And you know what I'm saying? It's a lot that we could really get into, but that's just like the little tip of the iceberg with it. Yeah, man. And that's exactly what's going on. They got that old money down here still running it. And they won't let us advance. Yeah. Uh, man, uh, if you ride to Marksville and you ride down there, Lower Third, that's still considered Highway One. That's mm-hmm. the Lower Third, man. It's just, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It's just right there, bro, down that whole street. How does it look to the like Marksville past our Lower Third project? Ain't that no much. You know this, this. This is a project that's supposed to happen down Lower Third uh, at least fifteen years ago. That's when wild. you ride down there. That's supposed to be. people feel luxury. Let them feel like this. Yeah. They got a right to have their kids playing in the front yard. Ain't that mine. Playing in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, family here. Family over there. Just, you know, you have a right to do that. Just because it's in our negative woods. They're not giving us the resources. It's making the neighborhood bad. Doesn't mean that we as individuals can't come back in. Got to accept Yeah. Yeah. We ain't got to accept this shit. Man, one thing I can say is about every little property that I have down out with, mm-hmm. I have never put a parent sign in there on one of my yards. That's what's never. up. That's what's up. Because it, it, it's handpicked people to come back to that neighborhood. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when you go to 
handpicking people to come back to the neighborhood and be drawn back to that neighborhood, that means something. Man. Check this out, bro. Because you kind of you you talked about everything and you glossed over the music like you wasn't really out there doing it. And I think people really need to know how you was moving. Man. We're gonna run it back, man. We're gonna talk about this music a little bit, bro. So look, like I said, we come up together, man. What 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 got you in the music game, man? Man, what got me in the music game was was <laughs> Avery Dupar. Avery Dupar. And Dwayne Dupont being some of the hardest and greatest <laughs> freestylers and musicians that I can come across. Man. They really called me and Alex Harris, I Cole. Yeah. Said real name on Cole, it. yeah. And it, it, it really got me and his attention with you and Dwayne and Chris and Jamal and EJ. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate it was, that. It was really a motivational thing. So. I had to give you the real truth on what the motivation came from before we go a little further. Yeah, yeah. With the music, hey. with the music scene. So appreciate that, that, man. That's where all the motivation comes from. And of course, uh, having the motivation, Chris took us to Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris recorded us for, for, for two years. And, uh, he helped mold us. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, EJ being in the Music, but uh, I call him the head PNR. Is what I mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Snack, yeah. shout out, Snack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so he is gonna make sure he's sitting right there vibing with you and telling you that'll work. Yeah, that ain't gonna work. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man, man, constructive criticism is what he sat around and he helped mold. I mean, man, just any little piece of advice or motivation that we got from y'all guys help mold. Yeah. What went on in the latter years of the music career? Um, so uh, after after a couple of years with Chris, um, linked up with Mr. Lee. Yeah. And uh, from there on out, it pretty much kind of smooth coasted. I'm not gonna say smooth coasted. It roller coasted for a little while until mm-hmm. we actually got into making the music. Yeah. And um, everything. Every, he put me around a lot of people, a lot of stuff. Uh, I was always at Slim Doug's studio. Um, mm-hmm. was Slim. Remember, I hey, came up there with y'all one night. Remember, I came up there with you. Oh, did, yeah, bro. Yeah. One session you had when you came out here to Dallas. I was still in those apartments back then, a long time ago. That was at the time that Mr. Lee was making the transition from moving from Houston to Dallas. Yeah, uh, yeah, I remember that. Yep. And definitely. Um, I was always around uh, like Slim and uh, J Dog, mm-hmm. uh, 
kill I was always around those guys and they worked in the studio. Uh countless numerous nights, uh, yeah. wow, uh mm-hmm. these guys recorded at Mr. Lee's studio at his home in Sienna Plantation. Mm-hmm. Uh a lot of people uh they call it out, uh, know what I'm using that shoe on. Mr. Lee was one of the first blacks to ever live in Shanghai. Way back in 1996. Man, shout out Lee, man. <laughs> Lee making moves, man. <laughs> Real money. So, man, I'm, I'm moving around at a, at a young uh, age and spot in what I'm calling a music career. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I've been around Pimp C, uh, right? In fact, Pimp C, had just left Mr. Lee's house, telling him he was going to buy his Mercedes when he got back from Los Angeles, and yeah. he never made it back from Los Angeles. Man. So it's just like oh, stuff around like that. Uh, Lil J, got to be around Lil J uh, a little bit. Got to be around, uh, oh, I forgot Lil J's right hand, man. Uh, me and him used to always choke on each other uh, real hard. I forgot his name, really come to me. But, um, Man, just being around that stuff, it showed me, it, it showed me a lot. And it also showed me what I didn't want to deal with. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I didn't yeah. want to, uh, I didn't want to deal with somebody being a shot caller to me. Yeah. As far as my music career. So I had to do my homework and study. And I'm studying with Lee at the same time as a right here under me. Mm-hmm. I'm doing my homework to figure out how can I do this without anybody having any say so over my career. Mm-hmm. You know, without anybody. Had complete ownership. Complete ownership. Yeah. Uh, it took me a while to understand that and get that. Uh, uh, as time progressed on, uh, let's see, after, after Paul Wall's album dropped, well, his second album with, uh, I'm gonna break them off real bad. Mm-hmm. But single on that. That's when Mr. Lee moved to Dallas, and I proceeded to come to Dallas as well. Mm-hmm. Still on the hunt, still trying to find myself, still haven't put any projects out like talking about it. Yeah. Uh, uh, stayed in Dallas for a while. Lost somebody that was very, very close to me out there, gun violence. Uh, one of my cousins gave me a solid taste in my mouth. Came back home. Left with me, man. Went back to Houston. I started it all over again. That's yeah. what I'm telling you, man. Every, every third, it got his steps. Got his steps, man. So the way they choose and business to go. Uh, went back to Houston, created another opportunity for myself uh, with some business, and finally got in the studio. But the thing about me getting in the studio is it wasn't the guy who was trying to help me create myself. Yeah. I got in the studio with. Man. Uh uh he's from Alexandria. Yeah. Uh, and uh me and Man and Jet, we all work together. Shout out Jet. Man, crazy. Look, look, right there, hold on, right there. Cause man, we had a lot I wanted to ask you too. What was the thing like Alexandria just never got that we had Tutho, Jug, Mike, Jet, Bud. And then we had, you know, like Doobie Smooth. We had a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, making noise all around the city. But I was waiting for that one Nelly push. Like, why we couldn't get that one? Because my whole yeah. thing is, if, if I get on, I want the city on. I want the city on. We had the twins doing yeah. something. But, man, what you think? Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, I hope I don't get, I hope I don't get, uh, 
grossing a lot for saving my opinion, but uh be smooth, uh two throw. And those were the first guys that I seen move units. Move units. Right there in Man, look, and at the time two throw had the sound. Then I thought, man, I'm talking about they, I thought it was up. I said, man, eight for the takeoff. These boys finna put us on their shoulders. That, that, that was that that was the future of the right there. Man. And I honestly thought that and I believed in it. Me too. And, and that's family too, man. Shout out Mike J and Bud. I can say this opinion and nobody take opinion of anything because it's not the only directed in two bro. Uh, I can say this about Duke Smooth too, but a taste of the money, a taste of the money, made Duke Smooth run off. Yeah, that's an educated guy. People don't understand; he's an educated guy. Mm-hmm. And, and and when he got his money, I think he ended up leaving and moving and going on about his life, living his life in a good way, uh, nothing bad. Uh, and I think with two pro, I think it was uh, egos and money. Mm. And that's the one thing they can get in a group's way. And I'm not pointing fingers at them saying that because, like I said, I look at these guys as the only, the first, and only, I don't think I moved that many units on, I ain't making no noise. Yeah, and that was a lot too. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it at top 20,000 albums, and I'm going to give it at worst. Ten thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. places to get on. It's one of the hardest places, man. Is that people talking about New York? Man, the A is one of the hardest places to get support behind. Now, once they rock with you, they rock with you. But you got to prove it to them. That's right. And you got to prove it to them. And I think with the success of, you know, I dropped on making no noise. So finally, that was my first song. My first hit was by Kato Antoine. Uh, that was my first song that really took off. Yeah. Uh, hundreds and thousands of views on it. You know, me actually making some money, you know, off it. That's what got me my start. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And that's a, a song that's not even produced by, like I say, I ended up working with other guys instead of working with Mr. Lee. I'm not saying I don't have no work with Mr. Lee because, uh, of course, I was uh, featured on Zero. Yeah. Now. Uh, that was a song that Mr. Lee sent to me. I went through some things back in 2012 with a rap video of mine. Uh, I was arrested with a rap video that I shot. Uh, it's called One D. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason that I was arrested for this video is because uh, the guy really worked for the police. He was became a confidential informant for the police. Yeah. He told the police that my video was about him. 
So they figured that that was enough evidence to come and arrest me and lock me up in jail for 14 days and put me on a million dollar bond. Wow. A lot of people don't know this happened. Yeah. Uh, you really give me some exclusive, exclusive stuff. Michael, right? I ain't know this one. <laughs> and yeah, I know exactly. by us just exactly. moving that shit, I kind of hear about you. You know what I'm saying? I ain't there yeah, about that one. Now, one big was produced by Mr. Lee. Mm-hmm. So, the one song that I did decide to put out with me and Mr. Lee, I go to jail for it. <laughs> so, oh, that's wild. I sat in jail, I sat in jail for about 14 days on a million dollar bond. Yeah. It uh, got time for me to go to bond hearing. And uh, I had did my homework in jail. Uh, had a lawyer mm-hmm. do a, help me do a little homework, and it wasn't even a, a, a lawyer that I had to hire. It was a lawyer that was a, a, a close friend of the family. Was like, uh, you been there for nothing? Like, yeah, you supposed to be in here. That's uh, crazy. Uh, they assisted me to prove that the lyric to that song was wrote in two thousand and nine to Wendy. I used to the song was from 2009. Yeah. I had to prove that he became a confidential witness in 2010. So I can't help it that you fell under the criteria of a song I was talking about a year prior to you becoming a confidential informant. Exactly. So now y'all violating my freedom of speech. Yeah. You're let me out or you want me to go ahead and get the NAACP out of Yeah, for real. So they finally let me out of jail. They put me on house arrest for three months. This was the first time I had moved back in my parents' home mm-hmm. in the AV, in the AVZ. Yeah. First time I moved back home since I left in 99. Mm-hmm. And uh, the reason I had to move back to my parents' house, old school. Yeah. They were the only ones had a house phone that could connect to my house arrest monitor. So I had to move back. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Crazy, That's crazy. Um, they will make you go they, home. <laughs> and yeah, they made me go home. They, they claim that I blew their cover on a big case that the confidential informant was working on, and I made him detrimental. But how did I make him detrimental? If he became a confidential informant after I wrote my song, these exactly. lyrics are not about him. Yeah. So after that, um, he was so mad. He was so mad that that happened to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I snuck off uh, All-Star was in Houston that year. All-Star was in Houston in 2012. Yeah. And uh, I snuck off with my house arrest page on and I went to the All-Star game. Right? <laughs> <laughs> had to get up out of there. <laughs> I had to get up out of there. So uh, I went out and had me some good fun, yeah. having the house on the table, having some good fun at the same time. And uh, on my way home, Mr. Lee called me and said, man, I got something for you. He said, I don't like what you're going through down there. He said, I'm going to send you something, and I want you to, I want you to just say whatever you're going to sell. Yeah. And it ended up getting approved by Lil J to go on Zero to Crowds out. So a lot of people don't know how I ended up on that album, but that's yeah. how I ended up on that album. Recorded the verse, sent it back over to uh, to Mr. Lee. Mr. Lee sent it over to Jay. Jay said, I don't know him, but he, he's going to be on this album. Yeah. And he had no, all he had to do was see me on a pass by or 
Seeing with Mr. Lee, of course, he didn't know me like that, just yeah. being around it. But he did not know me personally. Yeah. To the point where he was saying, okay, that's real. I want him on that song. Yeah, yeah. He heard my verse. Like, hey, he got something with him. Yeah. Leave him on that Put him on there. Yeah. <laughs> Put him on there. He made the cut. And, uh, I made the cut, man. And uh, after that, uh, I went on, like I say, after that was what I made. I ain't making no noise. I ain't making no noise with a response to the police telling them, look, I ain't making no noise. Y'all arresting me, y'all messing with me. I'm not in mind of my business. I'm getting my money. I ain't in mind. There's other things going on out here with the grass. Yeah. For real. Won't it, Billy Brasco? I ain't making no noise, man. Biggest song that I had. And uh, following that, we did a lot of work with Maine and Jack, shoot that video. Uh, me and Maine dropped the album. The album did real good. It's actually a solid uh, piece of work. Yeah. Uh, perfect timing. Uh, we dropped that in April of 18. Uh, we had, we, we were in a dilemma with that album because Nick had just died in March. Mm-hmm. And uh, Maine was like, man, what are we going to drop you know, like when Nip just dying, you know, like that. And I'm like, bro, so depressed right now that Nip and died. I think that's the only thing that keeps me going to music is to people get this music that we have ready right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what? Let's go. Yeah. Ended up doing some numbers, good project, good solid project. Uh, had fun with it, got videos, travels, did shows. They had a lot of fun with it, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, I was like, uh, I don't know if I want any more music. Yeah. Come again, Mr. Lee. Hey, man, I'm getting ready to drop my documentary. And uh, I need you on this soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lee put you in the lab, man. He be putting you in that lab. Power, and the name of it is 20 Years of Power. Check it out. It is a beautiful of work. I don't know if you've seen 20 years of power. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. It's a real story mm-hmm. and it's based right out of here. He shot a lot of footage right here in Alexander Pineville where he was raised, Little Third. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's it's only a few guys that's on that documentary, which is me, Lil Kiki, uh, Slim Thug. Um, I think Big Chief. Mm-hmm. Speaks on it, and that's little Jay's right hand man that I was trying to name earlier. Uh, Big Chief speaks on it. Uh, Boomtown, a couple more guys, but they're all solidified guys. And I'm like the only local guy on there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I, I know you rep though. I know a boy gonna rep. You gonna stand tall. He love me and like I say, he put me in the room with the biggest of the big, mm-hmm. and and he put me in that room that. Some noise around that motherfucker. <laughs> I, I made some noise, man. For real, noise. you real. Uh, and twenty years of power did some great numbers. Uh, I, Mr. Lee sent me the song, and I sent it back to him. And, and not to put this guy's business out like that. The story 
I'm one of the ones that know his true full story being from Alexander. Right. You know, a lot of people from in the industry doesn't know this guy's story. Mm-hmm. And when I said in that verse back, my guy literally called me with tears in his eyes. Man. And there was no other feeling. I was like, man, you all right? I was like, damn, I did that. You cried. Like, <laughs> like, oh, like, you know, like, felt though. Oh man, that's man. Check that out. 20 years of power. Mr. Lee documented. Mr. Lee, man. Check that out. And that really explains every piece of root that we have had on this podcast today. It really will explain our roots. Yeah. Yeah. And how deeply embedded we are within the music. A lot of Alexandria people in the music industry, in the movie industry. Man, we got some stars. From right here, man. From right there. I mean, I mean, yep. just from out of our neighborhood. You, yep. you start talking about that, you say, oh, man. Uh, oh, man. Rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah. Rest out of our neighborhood. Not out of our neighborhood. We have Taylor Gray, mm. who's in New York. He's uh, a big Broadway producer of uh, the Tuskegee Airmen. Uh-huh. Uh, movie uh, producing, just, uh, just a whole It's like one of the forgotten sons of Louisiana, man. Like, we don't really get the credit we deserve, but man, the Aiden really put a lot of y'all favorite people on they, you know, they in the background and y'all don't know. One thing they might not do is respect us coming in. Mm-hmm. They respect us leaving up out of Man, everybody. look. Look. <laughs> I'm going to tell you how wild it was, bro. You know what I did, my little military thing. I was bringing people from New York, Philly, uh, Houston, Virginia. Yeah. Man, I bring them this one. Boomerang was jumping. Man, I bring them the boomerang. They go back. Man, look, they smoking in front of the house. They doing this. They look, they tripping. They going back talking about the A like it's New York. I'm talking about man, you know about that era. That the A was it was good for around that era though, man. You know what I'm saying? Look, you ain't have to go to boomerang with nothing, and you would get everything you wanted. Drink, beer, whatever your fix was. You had it. You had it. You get in the parking lot or in the club. Man, boomerang, man. R.I.P. Pratt, too, man. All good fun. Man. All man, good man. fun. Yeah. Ain't nobody out there with no Dracos, no chopper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was it. We got money. 
We spent money man. and we went home safe. That was it. That was it. That was it, man. And, then, and that's another thing, man. They done took so much resources. They ain't got little league football, basketball kind of shake around that I heard. Like, how do you take all that and expect a safe city with, what they say, idle hands or a devil workshop? They have literally that's took away man. all the resources. Oh. Hey, look, man, I gotta give a shout out to uh, uh, Hassan. I think that's his name. Hassan Cosby, Drake Wiggins, uh, uh, Jay Turner, Randy Jones. And they, they, they brought a basketball league back this year. And it was man, so that's what's up. So much. Oh, man, it was a beautiful thing to see. And I even had a chance to sponsor a few of the kids. And that's I what's up, so man. I don't get to go to you know, something like that back yeah, in the yeah. Just this one time, they begged me to come. Mr. Bill, come to the game. Come to the game. And then I went. Yeah, I was brought tears to my eyes to see how far these kids are going, man. That's what's up. We missed it. Man, let me tell you something, man. We were so, you know, in basketball and football man. and baseball. And we didn't even have time for no dumb shit. Going on in the world, man. We just been in sports and band. You know, we don't even have kids in the band no more. Man, I tripped out, man. Look, I now you talking about putting tears in your eyes, bitch. When I went home, what it was for homecoming, man. When I saw the band, and then shout out to the little kids, man. They doing what they can, and they sounded right. good, actually. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's a good sound, but it just the numbers of it. It just like damn, man. Don't. But I know now this era ain't nobody interested in that no more. And, and I'm gonna I'm, I'm I'm be honest with you. I think that that's just a. Um, I've seen bands decline from Bad Goods on up. Mm-hmm. In New Orleans. They still jumping up. But see, that more that that more that jig shit down there, you know what I'm saying? They gon' yeah, they ain't tripping. They gon' get on the floor. They still like music. They, they push your bands. Dance. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. I'm talking about the hardest thug in that bitch with gold teeth, everything, man. He gonna get on that bitch and have a sweaty shirt for the end of the night. And that that's what we have lost it. You know, that's what we have lost it. I literally to uh uh Kids on the sideline tell you how crazy it is you know like okay you got you know your, your athletes your hoopers you know hoopers been hoopers especially at peabody that's like the duke of alexander 
But do you remember the yeah. pride it was to throw on that uniform or the march at homecoming that first time? Oh, yeah. That's what that's what I'm tripping off just about the band because I don't think they understand the history of that and Peabody band and just how historic that was. Like it's people that ain't know nothing else, but they might know the basketball team and the band. In the band. That's, right. that's how they knew Alexander. That's how they knew Alexander. Ain't it? You say Alexander, they're gonna say, oh, Peabody band, Peabody basketball. One of the other. They knew one of the other. But that's crazy though, man. So I just tripped out on that when I went home and just like, y'all don't understand. Really, the band was really them guys, you know what I'm saying? In school, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I, I gotta give a shout out to Dennis. Slowly charging that school back. Shout out to Dennis. I should say slowly because they have had some a major turnaround. For real. Around, for real, I like what he's doing. He's bringing that pride back, though. I love it. I love it. I love it, man. So, hope to see you for homecoming this year. Hey, you know, we got to bump into each other. You know, we don't see each other a lot, no more, but what we do, man, that's what I can say about this guy, man. Y'all don't know, man. It's always, it's just like this. It's like I just seen him yesterday. We might not talk in months. It might be a year. But when I see him, hey, his, his brother Dupont, bro Brown, you know what I'm saying? That's my guy, man. You know what I'm saying? That's family. That's right. But before we get up out of here, though, man, anything you want to talk about or leave us with, man, or just promote or just say, you know, let's put it out there right quick. Well, I do, uh, I, I know, uh, I, I, I got to promote my own brand. My, my company. Exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. Love we have uh, any type of home interior, any type of lease. Oh man, just we do the whole nine, man. Uh, I don't know if you saw my last project that I just did. Uh, uh, and he talking about real work too. Them houses be looking good too. Yeah, man, we did with a lot of stone and granite. Mm-hmm. We, we do all of that type of work right there. So like. I got to promote my brand. Hang your own property. Tell that's what it is. Yes, man. That, that, that's what I'm promoting today. I, I'm not going to promote myself as a... It feels different promoting a, a self-made, successful business when I'm using promoting. Hey, man, this Brad Tillway, huh? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a For real. Hey, look, the name of the segment, Hustle and Grow. That's what I want these kids to know, man. I want y'all to see a living, walking testament, man. You can, you can do your thing when you're young. We're not telling you you're not because can't nobody tell you nothing. We've been them young bulls, you know what I'm saying? We, you, I'm going to go figure it out, you know what I'm saying? I got to run into that wall to see it don't move. But I want y'all to see people that don't walk them steps that maybe you can avoid and just say, hey, I like what Big Dog doing. I want you to see real OGs, 24-year-olds, 25. That, that's not your big homie, bro. I know. That, 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 that ain't no man. We, we, we had real OGs to look up to. And you know the thing about the OGs? That's mentoring me and that mentors me. Yeah, they might have went did a little bit time this that went to jail, but they still living, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that that brought them to show change. Mm-hmm. They might have had to bump their head to show change. We trying to avoid y'all from bumping y'all head, man. That's it. For real. And I always use a still here. Mm-hmm. Tell them that. But the, the, the new OGs, man, 25 or 25. Man, and one last thing, man. Look, get away from this fentanyl, man. 
get away. That, yeah. I don't know what made that fly. I don't know what made that popular, but that's not what's up, man. If you see two or three cats in your circle, OD, and they out of there, don't be the third one. You know what I'm saying? Man, it got to be man. a stop to it, man. Man, it's got to be a stop to it, bro. And I, I, we, we've had so many overdoses here. A lot of people are man. family members. Man, it's a hard Just, just try your hardest, man. Fight the, fight the demon. Fight man. the demon is all I can tell you. You know, it's, it's got to stop somewhere, man. That's such a touchy subject, right? There. I know, man. I know. I just cause like you said, it touched home for me. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, man. Just our city, period, man. It's, it's ravaging through our city. Like, why? I be scared to call home, bro. I ain't no bullshit with you. I be scared to call home. I'm scared to answer the phone when I ain't heard from somebody in a while. Like, man, who not? You know what I'm saying? It's like that type in it. So that that's all I just wanted to say, man. Y'all y'all clean that up, man. Like, and I know, yeah, like this. Man, we got to. We got I, to. I got that. We don't. We don't discriminate on when you doing your thing. Whatever you do, that's your thing. That's you your thing. That right there. That one there ain't it, bro. It's killing us. It's killing us. So I, I have to speak out. Excuse me. On that one. Yeah, that one there ain't what's up. It's taking us out. You know what I'm saying? So, man, brother, I really appreciate you. Giving me these, these, this, this hour. Look, I appreciate you, man, for coming on and taking time. Like I said, I know you be jugging, doing your thing, making your moves. Love the way you move, love the way you represent, man. Just in case they forgot, though, man. What's that business handle again, though? And on Paperwork, man. <laughs> Look, shout out my boy Bill, <laughs> man. Yeah. Hey, man. Look, man. I appreciate you coming on, man. As always, man. Much love to you, boy. I appreciate you, man. Love to you and the family, brother. Hey, man. I gotta say this before I get off. Much love and respect for you, brother. Hey, I appreciate that, man. man. Hey, you one of them guys that can say, I seen it day one. I seen the prom pizza and all this shit. <laughs> People don't know, like, man, we really go back, man. Man, that's damn why it's in my heart, man. I saw it from day one. Yeah, yeah. Day one, man. So, tell my sister hello. I love her. Give her a hug for me, man. I enjoyed you. Whatever you really get me back on here. Uh, I'm gonna make sure I let you know when I'm ready to get back on here. So let me know. Yeah, I, I, I want to try to put a project together, man. I want to keep right. going on. I'm, I'm trying to put a project. Together. I'm gonna just leave it at that. I got you. Tomorrow, but I'm gonna need your platform to help me try to do this. Too easy. That's too easy. That's done. Look, man, as always, man, I want y'all to always visualize your goals. And after that, accomplish those visualized goals. 9-11. Go. Yeah, yeah. All right, one. Oh, one. All right. What's up?